0: Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning, it's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. We're taking a look at headlines investors will be paying attention to today. Unfortunately, it's another day of disappointing tech earnings. Uh, among them, Amazon already adding to the uh, Nasdaq that's uh, heavily under pressure because of tech.
1: That's right, Elliot. So looking at the futures, it is already drifting lower into the red. So you've got a Nasdaq down 0.9% on the futures front. And for the Dow, it's lower by zero percent one percent and S and P five hundred down zero point six percent. So a sign of what's to come tonight when the markets reopen on Wall Street.
0: Now, they projected sluggish sales for the holiday quarter, Amazon, that is. Uh, remember that, two prime days this year. So, you know, at first people were wondering, oh, why have two?
1: And now that you look at the eventual revenue, um, it, it kind of explains why. To some extent, we saw this coming because yeah. we've seen warning signs from many people that there is possibly a recession around the corner. So, a lot of guys have been tightening their purse strings, you and me included, now thinking twice about spending money on anything. The these days, and Amazon is projecting sluggish sales and revenue expected, expected to come in at 140 to $148 billion. That is short of the consensus forecast of $156 mm. billion. And diving back into the third quarter numbers they've just announced, revenue increased 15% to $127.1 billion. Earnings per share at $0.28. Cents. That is under the 31 cents a year earlier, and this adjusts for a 20 to 1 stock split that took effect in June. So, all in, it is looking at a bit of a slowdown when it comes to growth in the next few quarters. And we've seen how Amazon has been responding, cutting costs, delaying warehouse openings, freezing hiring, and this pretty much has been seen in many other companies in the tech space as well. Yeah, there's that sentiment that these companies are trying to jumpstart holiday spending,
0: but that's not quite working out the way, you know they had hoped for uh apple also in the news because their earnings not very good uh lower after hours following its quarterly results uh weaker than anticipated yeah we've been talking about this right weaker
1: than anticipated iphone revenue yeah, so overall revenue grew 8.1% to $90.1 billion. Worth noting, it beat expectations of $88.6 billion. So it's a bit of a mixed bag here for Apple. It did well enough to beat expectations, but you've got analysts trying to read between the lines to find weaknesses because of all the things we've been looking out for, whether there's a slowdown in the business divisions in Apple, and to some extent, they found of. Out that iPhone sales and services were softer than expected. Mm. So this is where those expectations did not live up to what analysts were looking out for. And you have iPhone and services coming in shy projections. The iPhone, which is a huge contributor to its revenue, generated about Forty two point six billion dollars in the fourth quarter. Okay. And this is just slightly under the forty two point seven billion that analysts were looking out for. Services such as music and video streaming brought in nineteen point two billion, short of the almost twenty billion dollars projection. So that is, I guess, maybe a bit of a warning sign that no, you have Apple also showing some weakness on those fronts, and the holiday quarter might also see something of a similar picture for Apple as well as Amazon.
0: Mm. You know, that actually reflects very well To another segment of uh, the tech space Which is uh, the PCs or even the chips, right?
1: Uh, Intel shares uh, climbed in late trading After the chipmaker pledged to slash costs mm. Tell us more about this Yeah, so Intel shares, interestingly, on the bounce After they talked about cutting costs To kind of turn the ship around yeah. And this, like you pointed out We've seen people cut back on demand For devices, smartphones, laptops and whatnot And all this requires chip So the likes of Intel have been under pressure for some weeks and months So now they have detailed more plans about what they want to do to turn things around And this to weather the slump in computer demand And they've been talking about headcount reductions Mm. Slower spending on new factories All these plans will result in savings of $3 billion next year And the CEO Pat Gelsinger is talking about possibly that rebound that he was optimistic about not happening anytime Mm. soon so there is going to be Some tough times ahead For the chip sector There is still why he says The level of profitability Isn't good enough So for Intel He says They need to catch up Their competitors By making things More efficient He compares it to How some other companies Have been able to Make more money Be more productive With less people Hmm. So they need to Cut down on their mistakes Getting the blueprints Out the first time Before having to Redraw stuff And go back to the Drawing block So he is really going through the entire Intel process and the workforce to figure out how to turn things around. All right. Uh, Finally,
0: Ryan, I know you're covering this in a finance update uh, at 7.35, uh, but you've been taking a look at UOB earnings for the third quarter that were just out about uh, 15 minutes ago or so.
1: Okay, I'm looking at a rather resilient quarter for UOB. Mm. It's up 34% year on year, and this is for its net profit for the third quarter at $1.4 billion so strong net interest income higher customer related treasury income and lower credit allowance were the main drivers so a good curtain raiser for the rest of the banks and worth noting net interest margin at 1.95% so that is up 28 basis points from the previous quarter of 1.67 and up 40 basis points from last year. So as we've seen how rates have been going up, they have benefited with the net interest margins and that is driving net interest income up by 39%. Non-interest income grew 58% as we saw customer demand for hedging activities accelerate. And UOB says it had a strong quarter of record high net profit lifted mm. by higher net interest income. And looking at the picture going forward, it sees uncertainties continue to cloud the global economy, but it expects ASEAN economies to show resilience and to avoid a recession. Mm. All right. I uh, expect a recap of that and
0: uh, perhaps more details in the finance update at 7.35. To listen to the full interview, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app, that's A-W-E-D-I-O, available on Google Play or the App Store.